Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. In season two of Hacks and Hobbies, we're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life who want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. Welcome to a new episode of Hacks and Hobbies. In this episode, I get to speak with Jordan Gross. He's an executive coach at Cloud9 Living, a two times author, three times founder, and a TEDx speaker. I met him through LinkedIn and he reached out to me and he is on a amazing, amazing journey looking to be on several podcasts in the next couple of months. And uh, I'm super excited to bring him on the Hacks and Hobbies podcast here and learn his journey on how he discovered this newfound love for Clown 9 living. So Jordan, thanks so much for making the time and coming on to the podcast. Hey, Junaid, thank you for being willing to have me on Hacks and Hobbies. I know, like you just mentioned, I reached out out of the blue on LinkedIn trying to go on 90 podcasts in 90 days and show people the true grit and resilience and determination uh, and really the, the human connection, and the relationship building it takes to start something from the ground up mm-hmm. and share the message. So, so glad that you were willing to take the time and I can't wait to share with your Hacks and Hobbies audience. Absolutely, my friend. What's, what's really cool is I am all about stories and I love the stories of journeys and I've been editing my episodes and been listening to, you know, all the episodes that I've recorded in the past few months. And it's just so refreshing when you hear a story and the conversation that's going through and everything in your mind is like, click, 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 whoa, yeah. boom. Right. And so when we had that conversation a couple of weeks ago, it was really great. Cloud Nine. I mean, I've I've been listening to a song named Cloud Nine since 1980s, right? Yeah, and yeah. now you've got Cloud Nine Living. So, tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll we'll come into you know Cloud Nine Living. Yeah, absolutely. So, I'll try to do a little bit of the short version because even though I'm I'm only 24 years old, I have had a lot of experiences in my life because I'm somebody who uh, for the last couple of years I have really dove into exploring my curiosities and barking on different experiences because I am a person who I fear the what if so yeah. much more than I actually fear the what, the actual doing of something. So I've done a good amount, but basically, um, you know, starting in, in high school, I was actually more so of a guy who was going through the motions. I was a good student and I was a good soccer player. So the next logical step was to go to a good school. And I went to a good school, and the next logical step was to keep getting good grades and get good internships. Mm-hmm. I got good internships, so the next logical step was to get a good job where I would make a lot of money and have a stable life. But this was the first time where I kind of deviated from the norm a little bit. I didn't really like the finance world. I didn't really love my consulting job. So I ended up pursuing a master's degree because I had started an Alzheimer's awareness group when I was at school at Northwestern. So I wanted to get, a, I got my master's in management studies so I can learn more so how to lead people and uh, build and grow a business. Mm-hmm. So during that year, Junaid, I, I had some free time to, again, explore my curiosities and dive into new experiences and opportunities. 
And I did some freelance work, added value to different startup companies in the Chicago area. So I was doing that and uh, I realized that it was in the food world. I was working with different food delivery companies and I decided, hey, I should, you know, follow a passion of mine and get started in the, the food world. So after this master's program, I actually went into a more corporate role in a leadership position at a restaurant group. Yeah. And very quickly, I realized that I sort of went back to the old ways of uh, going through the motions again. It was a job mm-hmm. that was stable, steady, had salary, whatever it was. And I ultimately had to learn the hard way that passion and hobby can often be separated. Mm-hmm. So there I was, you know, a couple of months in, I decided I had to figure out what I needed to do next. And I quit without a real plan. And basically, I wrote a book. And for the last year and a half, I've been, you know, talking about that book through speeches, through podcasts, I've been coaching one on one, and I fell in love with writing. Writing is my main hobby right now. And I'm continuing to write and share messages of positivity and optimism and happiness and, and really finding meaning and purpose throughout a life through following your, curio- your curiosities just like I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, because so often we hear, you know, we have to find our passions, but that's very difficult to do. So really exploring curiosities and immersing yourself in different things is a way to lead yourself onto that journey. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. See, that's very important when you go out there and explore your curiosity. Yeah. Because that's super important. And especially in this day and age when anything is possible, right? Back in the days, you had very limited access to the internet. You had limited access to basically a lot of things. And all you knew is what you learned from school or you learned from your town and other people. Uh, that you had physical contact with. But with this technology these days, with podcasts and and radio, you have so much opportunity to pick any topic and you can go dive deep, as deep as you want in that area of expertise or area of knowledge. And it's just so fascinating. And uh, I think one of the things that was... uh, that I could think of right now that's just yeah. off topic is yeah. um, it was Pat, Patton Oswalt. He's an actor. Patton Oswalt, yeah. Right, Patton Oswalt. And he, he had this stand-up bit and he's like, you know, I'm all about Marvel, but now I have a daughter and she's all about ponies. And he goes on a rant about ponies, My Little Ponies, about all the different types. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> he, you know, he... Definitely had to have seen all of these episodes, obviously, and then look more into detail to know about the different types of ponies and yeah. and what they are. And I was like, wow, it's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to somebody yesterday who he mentioned, you know, he when his, he had a daughter, she wanted to get into cheerleading and he didn't know one thing about cheerleading, but after, you know, because of how interested his daughter was, somebody who he loved and cherished, he wanted to have a, a commonality with her. So he yeah. did everything he could to learn as much as he, he possibly could understand about the cheerleading world. So yeah, it's the same kind of thing. If there are people out there who you love who are interested in something, then it motivates you more so to love and explore that thing as well. 
Absolutely. So after you went through the the different motions of okay, yeah. I'm really done. I'm bored with this stuff. I don't want to do this anymore. And then you became your writer. And then that is that when you published your first book? Yeah. So I self published my first book in January 2018. Mm-hmm. That book was called Getting Comfy: Your Morning Guide to Daily Happiness. And he yeah. is a five step morning routine to sort of wake up and take control of the day, lead the day on the right note, start the day on the right note. And that stands for calm, openness, movement, funny, and you. Yeah. So that's what comfy is. And then it, it really turned more so into a preparedness tool for people in order to get ready for any situation that's stress or anxiety inducing. If you focus on these, these three things yeah. as a pregame ritual, then whether it's a public speaking event, a sales call, a big meeting, a big presentation, you're going to head into anything that feels outside of the comfy zone, feeling way more comfy about it. Very cool. Very cool. I like that. So I'll have to look in more into that book because uh, I was I was just uh, had a conversation earlier this year uh, with Michael J. Lyons, who, who has a book on setting yourself free. And how, and you're saying, you know, you, you can, this is your daily guide to happiness. Yeah. Well, if you're making those decisions for yourself yeah. and you have your, you know, you're tired of that nine to five deal, not that you don't like spending the time and working nine to five, but what you're doing is not really qualitative. It's not bringing joy to you. Mm. Then, you know, what you need to do to get to that next step. Cause a lot of times we're, we, we daydream a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Human beings is probably the only species that daydreams. <laughs> Maybe lions do too. Cause, but yeah, it, it's, it's really good. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. You yeah. got to, you know, write that book and get it out there to the world. Yeah. And it actually, you know, there's the comfy word has more than one meaning. It's not mm-hmm. just an acronym. I just gave my first TEDx talk last month and I to a couple different components, right? So mm-hmm. again, just like, you know, you got to find your passion in the self-help world. It's pretty authoritative at times and saying like, here's what you have to do. Here's what's proven to work. So go out mm-hmm. and do it. But it's hard to do that Nike slogan sometimes of just doing it. Like mm-hmm. there has to be a how, there has to be some sort of implementation process. Yeah. So getting comfy is not only, you know, the the five step implementation, but it's also a couple different steps. So the talk basically said in order to get comfy, you know, first you have to get comfy in your own skin. That's step mm-hmm. number one. You need to do what it takes in order to realize who you are, have that self awareness, you know, have that self care mm-hmm. in order to really better come from a place of of who you can and are meant to be. Yeah. So the second piece is actually once you've gotten comfy with who you are, the only next logical step for growth is to then get deliberately uncomfy. So yeah. that's, you know, that's, everybody says, you know, progress is at the edge of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So you have to step outside of your comfort zone and do things that scare you, do things that you're afraid of. Yeah. But then the last bit is the how, how do you do things that scare you? You know, it's, it's cool to say you want to jump out of an airplane, but it takes courage. It's hard to actually go and do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So that is the last bit of the talk, which was getting comfy with the uncomfy. And that's where the five steps come in, 
where in any situation in life, you can feel a little bit more safe, um, more confident if you do those calm openness movement, funny and you techniques. Nice. Nice. I like it. I like it. So now that we've gone through a little bit of of your journey of what inspired you to write that book, what inspired, you know, what different experiences you had as a professional worker or a professional employee, and then going into, you know, becoming a writer and doing things that, bring you joy and passion what's the next step i mean how are you bringing this concept to the rest of the world i mean you've got the book out you've got the tedx talk what's the next step so the next step is on a similar note it's about achieving daily happiness it's about Mm -hmm. achieving a life's purpose it's just a little bit of a new concept it's it's got a couple different tiers to it but uh basically the story here is I was riding in an Uber down the East River in New York City, and I I always want to make people's day not feel robotic, right? So there, mm-hmm. if you think about an Uber driver, you know, if people are just sitting in their back seat, they're just sitting in silence all day long. So I'm somebody who always talks to the Uber driver, and we're driving down the river, and I see this boat, and the boat was called Cloud Nine, mm-hmm. and I just said to my Uber driver hey man, what does cloud nine mean to you? And the conversation we had was magical. He started talking about the day he got married. He started talking about the day he had his children. He talked about his relationship with his parents. He talked about the day he was able to come to America. Mm -hmm. He talked about the day he was able to make enough money to go back to his home country. Uh, He just talked about so many different things and it got my mind racing about, wow, like cloud nine is a is is this momentous occasion where you it's it's a memory that you'll always have it's a feeling that is almost inexplicable but how can i explain it to people how can i share it with people so i actually outlined a book mm-hmm. and the book that i'll be coming out with soon is called the journey to cloud 9 nice and my hobby or my passion or what i want to keep doing in the future is i want to write fictional stories that have self-help, personal growth, and personal development principles lodged within them. Mm-hmm. And why I want to do that is because I think so often in this self-help world, the stigma associated with it is that there is an authoritative voice, just like I mentioned before, who says, you just have to do this. I've done my research on it. There's, there's proven scientific evidence about it, and you just have to do it. You just have to wake up early. You just have to get outside your comfort zone. But I would rather create a story that shows people, here's what happens if you do, for example, get outside your comfort zone. Here's what happens if you don't. And then it's up to the reader to choose what they're going to do with their lives after. So that's why I want to write fiction now. I want people to resonate more with the characters. I want them to get into it. I want them to laugh. I want them to smile. I want them to cry when they're going through sort of this this personal development journey on their own rather than just read an often dry self-help book where they're saying, well, I don't know if this necessarily works for me or, you know, something like that. So that's, that's what I've been doing. And the way that I'm sort of also differentiating from a lot of other maybe writers or researchers or business people is I'm taking a nonfiction approach to this in where I am interviewing people 
old and young, you know, different backgrounds, different socioeconomic statuses, different professions, um, different races, genders, ethnicities. And I am asking them what cloud nine means to them. And there's different interpretations. So I'm gathering all these stories and I'm realizing that there are these, you know, Uber driver type stories where people talk about their marriage or their kids or a career ambition. And those are like the cloud nine life experiences that we could have these transformative moments. But then other people talk about their daily run. They talk about their daily meal with a friend, with their family. So what I've really understood is that cloud nine moments can come at any time. And the big, the big goal is to have a cloud nine moment every day so that there's always something to look forward to Mm -hmm. in the morning so that, you know, the morning was great. And the rest of the day, even if it's, it's bad, you had this wonderful, unbelievable morning, or it can come in the middle of the day, or it can come at the end of the day. So you're saying, you know, even if it's a a terrible day, there's still this meal, right? For dinner at at m where I get to have this cloud nine euphoric moment. So this is what I'm learning. And I've been able to relay that message by creating a story and and having a character who goes through these different experiences. And that's the journey to cloud nine. And, and overall it's this cloud nine living feeling I want to spread to people. That's super cool, man. Uh, I've got more information out than the last time we spoke. And what's really cool. It's almost, it's almost like a, what should I say? It's almost like a high. Yeah. But it's a euphoric state, it's a high, which helps you become a better person. Yeah. Helps you see the bright side and not be like the grass is on the other, the grass is greener on the other side, but no, the grass is green right here. Yeah. Because I made it happen or I'm making it happen every day. It's a way also, Junaid, to surround yourself with positivity, right? Mm-hmm. So. I often, you know, I I think that in society, we're so quick to turn on CNN, right? Because we want to be updated about the world. But CNN is often filled with tragedy and devastation, right? So if we're filling our minds with tragedy and devastation, even though it seems like we're informed, then it's going to be difficult to have an optimistic outlook on what's going on in the world. So I say to replace that CNN with a PNN, a positive news network where you are able to go somewhere and have these moments of people experiencing true bliss. Mm -hmm. So that's why what I'm doing with cloud nine living in the journey to cloud nine website is I'm just sharing stories, 90 seconds where people are talking about basically their cloud nine moments um, on a daily basis and throughout their entire lives. It's a way to just come to this piece of media and know that, you know, there are great things happening in this world and, and people are experiencing great things. And it is, it's not only feasible, but it's also inevitable that you're going to experience a cloud nine feeling throughout your life. So that's, that's really also what I'm trying to share. Nice. Very, very awesome. Now, um, so some cool parts, I mean, we talked about, you know, what is a cloud nine feeling yeah. and how you're creating this and sharing the stories. What's really cool. Cloud nine has a lot of what's it, what's that? It, it's been used for a long time in, in a lot of different area. It's been used in books. It's been used in comics mm-hmm. and 
company names are named after Cloud9, as well as a you know film and television. There's um, there's albums. There's at least um, five or five to seven albums and at least twenty plus songs on Cloud9. And I've never heard any of these songs except the one that I mentioned to you, Brian by Brian by Brian Adams in yeah. his '98 album, um, which was yeah. which was one of my favorites. And another one that popped up to me was a Cloud Nine was the name of a superstore in um, was this uh, TV show called was uh, Superstore was the name of the TV show. Uh, it's hilarious. TV show and I think Cloud Nine was the name of the store, the fictional store that they had created. And again, that euphoric state, right? So people were like, oh, I'm going to Cloud Nine. Like, oh, take me with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so now they're here to the super cloud and, and they can purchase whatever they want. Yeah, yeah. That's great. I, I love that. And two quick funny stories. So one, my buddy told me yesterday that he was listening to his Spotify and he heard this song by a guy named Kaigo who's got this very upbeat, you know, good good energy, good vibes kind of music. And he's actually one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And some of my favorite songs from Kaigo all on the same album. Yeah. And it turns out that the album name is Kaigo. <laughs> so, funny coincidence there. And then the yeah. other... The other, you know, thing that just very much relates to what you were saying with mm-hmm. you know, it's like the superstore or Cloud9 or these euphoric moments is that same boat that I drove past with my Uber driver. Yeah. I run past it on the East River like almost <laughs> every day now in New York City. So nice. the other just the other day, I ran past it and I realized that not only was there a boat there that mm-hmm. said Cloud9, but there were also some flyers. That oh, said Cloud9 Charters. So I went over to the flyer and I started reading about it and I saw there was a phone number. Mm-hmm. So I called up the Cloud9 Charters yeah. and I said, hey, this is going to be probably the strangest phone call you get today. Yeah. But the boat has inspired a website, a book for me, like all this great stuff, these conversations that I'm having, these podcast conversations that I'm having. Um, and I just wanted to talk to you guys about like the origin of this name, Cloud9, mm-hmm. why the world's called that. And she said the boat was a charter boat for cloud nine occasions, for weddings, for Mm. birthdays, for bar mitzvahs, for communions, baptisms. So again, it's just this crazy, you know, so many crazy coincidences and things have been happening with the Mm -hmm. whole cloud nine thing. Uh, And it's all at the end of the day about the optimism that comes along with it and the purposeful and meaningful and fulfilling Nice. Life events that come along with the Cloud Nine. Very, very cool. Apparently, Cloud Nine is also a fictional character, a teenage superheroine appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. So wow. you know, <laughs> I didn't know that one. Yeah, that's uh, there's a ton of info on Cloud Nine. I was, I'm blown away, actually. So I, I started looking up Cloud Nine, and then the first one came up was CloudNineCare.com, which is a I don't know if you've seen it, but they're a medical agency that helps with pregnancies and and whatnot. Because after all, you know, having a child born is absolutely a cloud nine moment. Yes, 
yeah, I get that so much. I, I don't have any kids yet, but I can yeah. already imagine. And what's crazy is that this company is based out in, out in India. So all these uh, services, maternity, pediatrics, and gynecology, they're all in India. Uh-huh. So it's pretty, pretty neat. Cloud9 has so many notations. I love it, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to your journey and you know, bringing Cloud9 living to the world and um, learning more of the Cloud9 stories that, you know, that you're going to share on the site. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate that. Cool, man. So at this point, you know, I'll ask some questions that I ask all of my guests. Love it. Awesome. And you mentioned, you know, one of your hobbies is writing and that's, that's something that you want to continue on. Is there a hobby that you wish you got into, but never got a chance? Yeah. A hobby that I wish I got into that I never got a chance. It's a good question. I'm going to go with building websites. Mm. I wish I got more into like computer programming or mm-hmm. or just, you know, playing around on like, I, I just built my Squarespace site by myself. Uh, well, with help of my good friend, Danny, mm-hmm. but uh, I had to learn how to use it too. But sure. I really wish that it was something that I enjoyed mm-hmm. because I think it's such a valuable tool and something to uh, use in, in every component of, of life, whether, whether it's just business or pure enjoyment or something mm-hmm. like that. So I really wish I, I learned how to build more websites. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, what's funny is uh, I interviewed uh, another friend of mine and uh, he said, you know, I really didn't want to get into marketing starting out. He, you know, I just wanted to be behind the scenes guy, building websites, building software. Yeah. Then later on in life, after a few, you know, five, six years, he's like, you know, I really like marketing. I like talking to people and learning their stories and talking about what I'm passionate about. And what's cool about that is, you know, a lot of people growing up, depending on the environment, are either, you know, introverts or extroverts. Mm-hmm. And you'll see the type of things that they love to do. But then over time, as you grow older, you, your mind, you know, matures, you suddenly want to be a different person. Yeah. You want to be in a different boat doing different things or looking things from a different angle altogether. And it's really fascinating. Absolutely. Yep. 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 Totally. Cool, man. So next question, what is your favorite movie or TV show? My favorite movie is remember the Titans. Mm. And my favorite TV show of all time is breaking bad. Nice. Yeah. Good choices. Good choices. I think the Titans ones, Titans ones was really good. Yeah, so oh, I love that movie. Gives you all the right feels. Oh, exactly. It's a feeling movie. <laughs> all right. Who would be your superhero? And there's a lot of superheroes going around these days. So what would you pick? My favorite superhero. I actually love The Incredibles. Mm-hmm. That movie, The Incredibles. Oh, yeah. I like... Dash's superpower being Dash. super fast and mm-hmm. anywhere you want, nobody can catch you because if you're that fast, mm-hmm. right, then you almost get a little bit of the invisibility power too. Yeah, you're going so quickly, nobody can see you, right? Mm-hmm. So, you get two superpowers with one. Yep, 
just like the Flash and Quicksilver yeah. and Sonic. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, okay. This uh, last one. If you were a board game, mm-hmm. what would it be? Oh, Scrabble. Easy. Nice. Easy I love one. words. Love words. I love putting words together. And you have to play with another person. So I love being with another person. There and then just a little. There's collaboration involved too, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you're working together yeah. to form words. Together, yeah, exactly. You know what's crazy is most board games are multiplayer. You can't really play yeah. a board game by yourself. Yeah, yeah. Because then you'd be tr- you then you'd be truly bored. Right, but I also like it because it's not a board game where you're playing with another player and it's purely competitive. Yeah, totally get it. Are sort of dependent on the other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so nice. That was a great one for me. Cool, man. You did mention that you're you've got the Cloud Nine website coming out. Where can my audience find you and learn more about your journey and um, yeah, what you're working so, on? The website's out and it's up and running. Journey to Cloud Nine dot com, all spelled out. Journey T O Cloud N I N E dot com, mm-hmm. and on there. Sign up for the email list and you'll receive every Tuesday and Thursday a 90-second video, you know, a daily dose of happiness of somebody, you know, a high performer or an author, a writer, a speaker, actors, professional athletes, and then just, you know, also everyday people uh, nice. who are their Cloud9 stories. So, so cool. Go to cloud9.com, anything and everything you would ever want to know about myself and people living live their lives on cloud nine is on that website. Perfect, man. That's awesome. Well, I truly appreciate your time and I wish you great success in your journey to bring cloud nine living to all of us here in the world. Yeah. Thank you so much, Junaid. Again, thank you so much for the time. And uh, this was awesome. I'm sure we'll be chatting again. Absolutely. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Hacks and Hobbies. You can find additional information on the guest today on their website, hacksandhobbies.com. Please feel free to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on upcoming interviews with amazing guests.